Alright, so the Lord bless you so much. Uh, I feel very unfortunate that I'm coming to preach after the path messages I've had since I came from, from Kampala, Kampala and yesterday and this morning I feel like I'm coming to bring you backwards. When you are on fire moving forward. Uh, but now that I was invited to come and preach. I just can't surrender just before even I begin. So, yeah. Hmm. And I know you are very understanding. Just a little bit I give you. You understand it just to supplement the yeah. big message. That are coming. That have been there. And I know you pray for me. When you see it's, it's not coming very nice. Bow your head and say, God help you. May the Lord bless you so much. So, this morning, or this afternoon, I want to appreciate the messages. I want to appreciate the ministers. And uh, I also appreciate the invitation. I shall read from the book of Hebrews. Chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Malami goes straight out to the main verse, verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and at holding all things by the word of his power when we had by himself purged our sins sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Alright. Precious Lord Jesus, we ask you for your mercy and grace. I need you so much. And I pray that you help me. I pray that you help the people seated here. Because they came to hear from you. I don't want them to hear from me. I pray that they hear from you. In the name of Jesus Christ Amen. Amen. Be seated. Uh, I want to talk about Gamba, uh, identifying God. Now, identification. The word identification has a connotation. Okay. The word uh, uh, identify 
It means that you are picking one from many that may be looking almost like it. You'll excuse me. There is something not right there. Because we want all to benefit. So we are mixed languages here. So we are requesting those who are listening Luganda only. You group yourself, go where the brother is arranging the other side. Yeah, that brother. You'll be helped. So God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I think we can uh, have them do that before we continue preaching. Because uh, there will be a corruption. So, because ya <laughs> All right, let's have a word of prayer. Yeah, Heavenly Father, create the right atmosphere for us. Set our spirit and our hearts for you to speak to us. Grant it, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, I'm talking about identifying God. And I said, the word identify it means you are picking something among many others that may look very close to what you are picking. Did you hear me that? Sometimes somebody has done something wrong to you. And you are not very sure who the person is. So the police, they bring a group of people. And you are asked to identify. Among the many faces. And pick out that person. That is guilty. Now, we have to identify God. God must be identified. That means there are so many things that are like God. There are so many things that are called God. Right? And they are not God. So we must have an ability to be able to identify our God. We have our God. Right? 
And our God must be identified. We have the devil. We have men. We have spirits of men. We have false prophets. We have false everything. In the midst of all that, our God must be fixed up. And our God must stand clear. So that you don't find yourself serving something else thinking it is God. Can you imagine? You confuse, you confuse your God. And then you are serving something else. Or somebody else. You give all your heart. You give all your money. You give all your time. And it turns out. At a, at a certain point. That was not your God. What a, what a loss. What a loss. Therefore, we must be able to clearly identify this is I find believers being very weak. And they lose the identity of their God. I'm going to speak very plainly. Here in Uganda, and here in Kenya, we had a man called we had a man. He was called Makuta. The other name was Overton. Overton Makuta. Overton Makuta. How many met Overton Makuta? Alright. Listen. He came and preached to us. He had a gift. He practiced a gift. He didn't get discernment. He did discernment. He did all those kind of things. Alright? Alright? Are you hearing me? It's so amazing. So amazing. That right now, Makuta is called God. And the believers of the message of this hour. The believers who know Brother Branham. The believers who have read the message. They are following Makuta. And singing about Makuta. As they are God. Does your God look like Makuta, you people? What's wrong with you? Does a, a, is our God a black, a black African? I speak boldly. I have the video. I have all those things. I have the clips. I have everything. I have those things. Right? A 
and I'm speaking about what I know. He is being worshipped like God. I have it on my phone here. Another one. Rosco. From South Africa. I am speaking plainly because our God must study clear. Don't confuse our God. I have ever shared a convention with Rosco. And we have we preached we together. Now, Hati. he was a nice man. He was preaching very nicely. Wonderful. But I have a video clip here. Him standing on the pulpit. And his people shouting. Roscoe is Messiah. Roscoe is Messiah. Roscoe is our God. Is that our God? Listen. Our God is the God of Moses. Our God is the God of Abraham. Our God is the God of David. Our God is the God of William Marion Branham. Our God is the God of William Marion Branham. No other God. That's the God we serve now. No man, no man is a God. Believers of the message talking of a man as their God. What's wrong? What's wrong? That's that is extreme. We have many other things going around. We have got many other things going around in the message that are being called gods. It's very heartening. Very disappointing. I want to listen. We must be able to identify our God. I want to direct my worship to the correct God. I want to give my tithings to the God of Abraham. I want to lift up my hands towards the almighty God. The true God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I want my God to stand alone. Clearly identified. As the true God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we want. That's what we are talking about now. In this meeting, that's what I'm talking about. Identifying our God. You know you are God. My God is not Overton. My God is not Rosco. My God is not 
nobody else but the almighty God. The God that Abraham the God that spoke to Moses. Sometimes when I'm praying, I like the devil to know exactly whom I'm praying. I kneel down there. I say, God, I'm talking to you. Who spoke to Moses? You are the one. You are the one. Right? You. You. That spoke to Brother Branham. In the Sunset Mountain. You are the one I'm blessing. I direct my prayer to the right God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, that is the hard thing we have for this meeting. To identify our God. Separate him from all the others. And let him study Okay. How do we do it? What is the formula? formula Now I want to listen. Fortunately, there is one principle. This principle is this. Everything. Everything. Every living thing. Has its own identity. Or rather, in other words, everything is identified by its characteristics. Right? Everything has characteristics. Right? Yeah. And our God has his characteristics. And our God has characteristics that he never shares with another God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. He doesn't share with anybody. He does not share with Satan. He does not share with man. He has unique characteristics. Now, before I touch on those characteristics, let us prove that things are identified by their characteristics. Now, look at animals. Animals are identified by their characteristics. Do you know that? Birds. Birds. Animals. All of those things are identified by their 
by their characteristics. Let me give you for example. There is the black rhino. Right? Yeah. There is a black rhino and there is a white rhino. I got to teach you a little bit of Kiswahiri. Kifaru mweusi na kifaru mweupe. Right? White lino and black. Right. Some of you, when you hear black lino, you think it's a rhino that is black. And then when you hear about the white lino, like I used to think for a long time, I was looking for a very white lino. That is not correct. Both rhinos have the same color. Hati they have the same color. The word white does not come from the English word. It comes from the Africans in South Africa. But it's not, it's sound like white, but it's not the English white. How would you distinguish the two lines? Same color. Same size. The only thing that you can be able to do is by knowing their characteristics. Listen, the white rhino is a grazer. Did you hear me? Yeah. The white rhino is a grazer. Right? It's grass. That's why its mouth looks like a roan mower. The black rhino is a, is a, a browser. And that's why its mouth has a, a longer lip, upper lip. When the white line is moving, it always has its baby in front. The black rhino has always its baby on the, on the back, on the back. 
is around with the back with the baby in the back. Yona ne agenda gurgenyu mayayo. So it is telling the the baby, come on, follow me, follow me. Come But the other I know. Come on, move faster, move faster, move faster, push speed. In that way, you can be able to to identify. Don't be deceived about the line. By the characteristics. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If your sheep, if you found your sheep killed, how would you identify the culprit? Is it a right? Is it a is it a hyena? No to Nepsi or is it a leopard? Ningashi, Nenanka, Nengue. How would you speak? No, how would you get the victim? No, Baso Takumanyot Kongechan Korechinech by the characteristics of killing. Hati, no Chimanera, Ahanita, Eva Jitam. A leopard, Nengue, kills by struggling. Neita, a Omurigok Shara Maraka Gok Chemsi, Ne Omurigokinaga. The hyena, Kandi enanka enanka MPC, it just gets wherever it gets. If it's a leg, Yone Guruka, a pitch yaquata, if it's a stomach, Yakuatenda, with the intestine, Yakuato Kuguru, Nukukwe, Kuanganako. In other words, the hyena eats the animal as it is alive. Hatio, Mero Magamberendijo, a yempsi, Erigenia Mishua, no Kuwe Huride. I have seen animals like, oh, and the hyena has already swallowed the intestine. Oh, she's like, oh, 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 that we fight can be identified by its characteristics. Most everything can be identified by its character. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Everything. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There are men's characteristics. And women's characteristics. Praise be to God. Now, uh, okay, when we come to human life, the characteristic between a man and a woman. Are you following? How many are following? Uh, the characteristic between a man and a woman. There is a difference. No matter how much women will wear like men. Because these days, women are wearing like men in the, in the towns. In the they cut the hair like men. Put the men hairstyles. And they 
especially those that have small bodies, or thin bodies, you don't know whether you are dealing with a man or a woman. But the prophet says, there is a difference. Right? Amen. They are both human beings, but the characteristic of the two sex detect them. I was reading some time ago about one of the problems that was put to the test of Solomon by the queen. That she had some, some women dressed like men. And Solomon had them to walk and do a few things. Quickly he said, Them is women. See, because that he could tell the way they did. And the characteristics of them was women. There's something about it that you can't hide it. It's a woman because her characteristics denote her to be a woman. Characteristics. Hallelujah. Amen. Let a woman walk. She has a pair of trousers. She has a shirt. She has a shirt. She has a coat. She has a cap. Right? She has shaved her hair or whatever. Let her walk. There is something in her. No matter how she tries to hide. That you tell you this is a woman. Let her drop something on the ground. Let her try to pick. A man will do this. A man will do. But a woman will do. Then you know that's a woman. Characteristics. Identify. Oh, glory to God. Characteristics. They are the ones that you identify. Okay. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, the Bible says, in the last days, hey, amen? In the last days, the two spirits, the spirit of the devil, and the spirit of God, they will be so close. That in the last day, the two spirits will be so close. And that's just the way the spirit will be in the last days. The, just the characteristic of it will detect whether it is of God or not. How shall we know the two spirits? Too close. Too close. They are doing miracles. They are doing wonders. 
so close how shall we know the correct spirit Brother Bam says one is right one of them will be right the other will be wrong you will only know it by, by the characteristics of God I want, to, I want to repeat that. And I want to, to wait for me to finish. Okay. Listen. How shall you know them? You shall know them by knowing God's characteristics. Alright? If you don't know God's Characteristics, you will be deceived by these spirits. It is the characteristics of God. Now, look at Jesus. The Pharisees were deceiving people that they are sons of Abraham. That they are children of God. Are you, are you with me? And everybody believed they were the children of God. They were the children of Abraham. It was a lie. Right? Jesus came. Then he did the characteristic analysis. He said, number one, children of Abraham, Abraham who love me, you don't love me. Children of Abraham, 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 Abraham rejoice to see me. When you see me, you want to stone me. Children of God, they love the truth. You love a lie. Hallelujah. Amen. Children of God, will you love me? Because I'm also a child of God. They will love their brother. You don't love me. You want to kill me. Therefore, by characteristics, you are of your father, the devil. Characteristics. May the name of Allah be glorified. So, that's how we shall know our God. We shall know our God by His characteristics. We shall know whether God is in charge or not. We shall know whether the preacher is of God or not. We shall know whether a doctrine is of God or not. Why? If the church has God in it, we shall see God's characteristics. Hallelujah. Amen. If a man if a man has God, we shall see God's characteristics. If a doctrine, if a teaching is, has God in it, right? 
It will carry God's characteristics. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's how we shall know. Now, and I want you to listen. Now, therefore now, are we together? Are we together? Therefore, our conclusion is this. For us to know anything, we got to know it by its characteristics. Bacteria have characteristics. Right? A doctor, doctor, because he knows the bacteria characteristics, we don't know what is in you. Not by necessarily taking a sample uh, or specimen to the laboratory. But by just listening, to what the bacteria are doing in you. Right? It is not every time a doctor takes you to the lab. <laughs> well, he says, you, you sit on doctor seat. Hey, what's your problem? Ah, doctor. Doctor. I'm having a headache. Since when? About two days ago. What else? You have temperature? Oh, yeah. Have you formatting? Yes, I formatted something yellow. What else? I have no appetite. He does not tell you, let's go to the lab. Let's get the blood. No. By those characteristics, he knows the guy who has those characteristics. And that is the malaria parasites. Simply by characteristics. And he likes this medicine. malaria. Okay, another one comes. Yeah, doctor, I can't turn my Do you have a wood anywhere? Yes, I had a, have a wood I got from a nail. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you turn your hand? He doesn't need to take you to the lab. He knows the guy there is tetanus. Tetanus, tetanus guy. Tetanus Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Doctors are doing a lot in diagnosing your problem by car using characteristics of the disease bacteria. Have Man. He sees a dog coming. Hey, With you, who doesn't know? You say, Keep away from that. Why is that? 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 Why is
That dog has rabies. It's rabbits. mad. It's a mad dog. Characteristics of the behavior. If we can know those things, how can we not know our God by his characteristics? Why not? Does our God have his characteristics? Does our God have characteristics? Now, the major characteristic of our God is this one. God is supernatural. Hallelujah. Amen. Our God is what? Ruhanga witu supernatural. Aryahiguriye byo buhangwa bwo bukureberwa aha. Nikwari. God's characteristic is not natural. Obwo kureberwa aho bwa ruhanga tubwahanuye bwa burisho. God's characteristic is supernatural. Because he is a creator. He is a supernatural. And when God's characteristic begins to display itself, it is so unusual the moment it throws them off the line. Alright? Amen. When people see because God is supernatural God does not talk like a man. God is supernatural. Are you hearing me? Amen. God is supernatural. God is not natural. God is not a man. Therefore, if we want to know whether God is there, wherever God is, he has to, to display his supernatural. Amen. Amen. And then we know that is God. Supernatural. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, then one day God spoke to him uh, in a burning bush. God told him to take off his shoes for the ground was holy. Where, uh, where God stood. And now that God led that church in a natural, in a perfect type of the spiritual, he is reading it today. He brought out Islam, the natural, by signs, wonders, and miracles. He brings out the spiritual in this day, signs and wonders, miracles, they have always accompanied God because God is supernatural. <laughs> Amen. 
Amen. So what are we saying? Hati. Because of this God characteristic, we can be able to identify God. Because what shall we be looking? We shall be looking for this supernatural characteristic. Oh brother, the hour has come that we are not going to go on the natural things. God has to identify himself with the supernatural. Now, hey, hallelujah. Amen. The supernatural is the thing that identifies our God. Amen. Amen. Now, I want, I, I want you to see something here. Now, hat. is that clear? Our God is what? Yeah? Okay. How does he identify himself? By supernatural character? Supernatural characteristic. Now, this is, this is made clear. By looking at these two things here. Please listen. When the children of Israel were moving to the promised land. Right? They met another nation. One, that nation was called Moabites. And it was important. To know among the two nations where God was. Alright? Now listen. There were some things that these two uh, nations shared. They looked the same. So it was difficult to know where God is. The prophet says, Look at the two nations. Each one of them had a prophet. This one says, the prophet said, This other one says, Right? One was Moses, the other one was Balaam. Notice, both of them, they were absolutely fundamental. The prophet, fundamentalist from Balaam, said, build me seven altars. That is exactly God's number. And offer upon each altar a clean sacrifice. A bullock. Okay? Uh, which exactly the same sacrifice they had down in the camp of Israel. And he said, upon each altar, also over a ram. 
Speaking of the coming of Christ. And down in Israel, they offered the same sacrifice. Are you listening? Everything the same. Everything the same. Same teaching. Same altars. Same God. When it comes to fundamentally, listen to the word, both of them were right. I want to stop there. And I want you to pause on over that. Two groups. Group Right? Same altars. Same rams. Have a prophet. Everything the same. Which one was God? Where was God? When it came to the word, they were both right. Both were right. Let me tell you people. People think that because you are preaching the word correctly that you are right. You may be wrong. Or rather, let me say this. Preaching the word you are right. The doctrines are right. You have a prophet. You are preaching right. The word wise, you are right. That does not necessarily mean you have God. You may not have God at all. Did you hear me? Doctrinally, right. Word wise, right. Preaching, right. Don't try to find your comfort in the fact that you are preaching the truth. No. Don't settle. Just because you are able to do that. Are you people hearing me? Don't settle on that. Why? You can be preaching the word. You can be preaching the truth. You can be preaching the prophet. You can be right in the doctrine. But you have no God. God is not with you. The prophet says, the Moabites, everything fundamental, teaching, they were correct. Right? But, what proved they had no God? And what proved that God was with Moses? I want you to listen. 
What proof is that? Is this. Listen, same waters, same God. Both of them were right. Right? I'm jumping there because I want to get you to the write something here. Another thing, the prophet Balaam was fundamental. But the prophet Moses was identified by the characteristics of God. In other words, besides the preaching of the word, besides all that, God was with Moses. What was the thing that he was saying God was with Moses? What was the thing that he was saying that God was with Moses? The thing that he was saying that God was with Moses is that if you came in the midst of the Moses group, there was a display of God's characteristics. Brethren, listen. Besides the preaching the truth, besides preaching the right doctrine, besides preaching, preaching the prophet, we need something that says that God is with us. Okay? Because he may not be with us. Alright? First of all, let me say this. What are things that could, could, in spite of us preaching the truth, be that we don't, God is not with us? The prophet says here, why God was not with the group of the Moabites was because their motive was wrong. God cannot be where the motive is wrong. Oh, I wish you people can get this. Right. The, the doctrine is right. The teachings are right. Everything is right. No wrong doctrine. Everything perfect. Everything is a word. Everything is a word. It's perfect. But God is not there. Why? Because in spite of doing all that, your motive is wrong. Number two. You could be preaching the truth. True doctrine. But you are not living it. Yes. For that reason. God cannot be with you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we are fighting in this message. 
This is a key point of my, my message. Yeah. And I have to, to harm until you get it. This is a major problem in this message. People are preaching it. They are preaching the truth. They don't have wrong doctrines. Alright? But God is not there. Why? Because their motives is wrong. Number two, they are not able to live their preaching. How can God be there? God cannot walk with such a man. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you. God, God will be with this kind of a person. He preaches the truth. He preaches the word. He believes it. And because he believes it, the grace of God comes in his life and helps this man to live the word. You live the message. Then when you leave the message, oh hallelujah, when you leave the message, the supernatural comes in you. Do you know what is the supernatural? There's a quote here. Brabham says, Joy, peace, long patience, all those are supernatural. You become part of the supernatural. You become part of God. Hallelujah. Amen. By the manifestation of your life, realize the supernatural. God, God being with you. Now, because there is a supernatural in you, then outwardly, God displays the supernatural characteristic. Hallelujah! Amen. It can be seen around you. It can be seen around you. It is with the church. The church that lives the word. The church that believes that one. Then God comes in your midst. The proof that is in your midst is the display of the supernatural. Hallelujah. Amen. The hour has come. The hour has come. We must know where God is. There is a God of William Marion Branham. There is a God of this message. We must know where that God is. Where that God is, there is a display of the supernatural. Hallelujah! Amen. The proof is a supernatural. Glory be to God. This is the hour. The supernatural must be there. Let me tell you. Listen. Listen. You as an individual. 
When do you cross the line? Between a natural man and a partaker of the supernatural. Listen. It is when after you repent and you believe the message not yet, not yet you repent you believe the message and then you get down on your knees and stay in the presence of God until the Holy Spirit comes and does in your heart. You become a partaker of the supernatural. The supernatural of God can be displayed in your life. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. That's when you become a supernatural person. A partaker of the supernatural. And the display of his, his supernatural is allowed you. Now listen. Church. A church. That is with God now. It is not by preaching the truth. It's not by preaching the right doctrine. Hypocrites are doing it. Men looking for money are doing it. And they are preaching better than anybody else. Right? Let me tell you. It is men who have first of all had partaken the supernatural and now they are able to live that word when they live that word these signs shall follow them that belief they shall be partakers of the supernatural they shall lay their hand on the sick and the sick shall recover there is nothing impossible for them. The power of God is your midst. And the glory of God is your midst. Hallelujah. Amen. This is where we are now. We want to see that now. We want to see God now. Listen. Listen. There was Elijah. Elijah. Elijah was doing the miracles. Wonders. Bringing, bringing fire from heaven. Doing miracles everywhere. He was with Elisha. Elisha was a believer. He was going with Elijah. When Elijah went, Elisha was left as a believer of the message. I want you to listen. When you came to deliver, he said, Where is the God of Elijah? The God of Elijah, if, if the God of Elijah was with Elisha, then he had to display. The characteristic he shown in Elijah. If we are the believers of the message, the God of William Branham. Where is the God of William Branham? Where is the God of William Branham? Hallelujah. Where is he? 
He must do the same works. He must display the same supernatural. That's when we can know. Hallelujah. Amen. How could you know? Listen. Elijah is gone. Imagine somebody, somebody who does know Elijah. He is, he is asking himself. Where? When, when Elijah went, where was the God of Elijah left? Where, where was he left? He would go loud. What will, what will he be doing? When he comes to Elisha, he fights the same things Elisha was doing are happening here. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. Elijah, Elia, Elijah, Elia, in the river Jordan, river Jordan, he spoke, Akagamba, and there was a way. Elisha, he spoke, Akagamba, and there was a way. Hallelujah. Amen. Where is the God of Elijah? I can see him here. He is identified I am, I have by way. his supernatural characteristic. This is the hour. We want to see the God of Elijah. He must do the same thing. He must do the same work. The time is now. Oh, hallelujah. I am, I am longing for that. Let me tell you, people, where I have reached myself, personal. Leave alone preaching. Leave alone this sermon. Personally, I have reached where I have to see that God. I want to see the display of his catalytic. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, let me say something here. I'm not going to quote. But maybe I could quote. Let me quote this. Let me read the whole of it. Now we find out that. Uh, through all generations, God has had his gift. Every generation through the Bible. As I have got many scriptures here that I could refer to here. That through the different ages. That God has had divine gifts. I want to say this to the clergymen. I want you to tell me or mention to me in history one time of any historian or any time that God ever poured out his blessings and he had a revival but what supernatural signs followed that revival? Every revival, supernatural. Signs. 
followed that revival. They have had healings and speaking with tongues and demonstration of the spirit in every revival is the sign of God. Can you say amen to that? It is the sign of God. The supernatural is a sign of God. Now listen, the, listen something interesting. Jesus never did say, Did you believe me because I had my father's teaching? He said that. He said, If I do not, he said, If I do not the teaching of my father, don't believe me. What was, what was the factor of believing Jesus? Is it his teaching? It's not his teaching. Right? Are we together? Never told them, believe me because I'm teaching my father's teaching. The evidence that God is with me is that I'm teaching the teaching of my father. It was not that. He never told them, believe me because I'm teaching the Bible. No. Said no. He, he didn't say that. Believe me. Because I'm correct in the teaching. The prophet says, down there he says, eh? Believe me because all of the works of my father. Brother. It's not because we are teaching the message. No, no, no. no. Now we know it is not that. Alright? It is because as we teach, as we preach, but the supernatural is there in our ministry. It is there. Even Paul said, when I came to you, I never came just to preach to you word, 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 Beside teaching that, there was the demonstration of the power of God. Right? Beside that, what was it doing? To confirm that God was with me. Hey. Because wherever you see the supernatural, who is there? Who is there? Is the Almighty God? Because He is the only one that is supernatural. This is the hour. We need the supernatural. Amen. So Jesus said. Did you believe me because I had my father's teaching? I want to repeat that once again. First of all, look at the background. Let's go back. Let's go back there slowly. Okay? Now we find out that through all generations, God has had 
gifts. Every generation through the Bible as I've got many scriptures here that I could refer to that through the different ages that God has had divine gifts. And now I want to say this to the clergymen. I want to tell me or mention to me in history one time of any historian or any time that God ever poured out his blessings and had a revival. But what is supernatural science followed that revival. Our revival now. Our revival now. That we are going to have now. It is not shouting only. It is not everything else only. But it has to be followed with a supernatural science. Right? They have had healing. Poured out his blessing and had revival. But what supernatural sign followed that revival? Every revival. They have had healings. Speaking with tongues. And demonstration of the spirit. In every revival. Listen. That one is the sign of God. Where you see that. God is there. Where God is, I hear you listening. Where God is, there is signs. Why are there signs? Because God is a sign working God. He said, I do, he said, if I do, if I do not the teaching of my father, don't, don't believe me. Is that, is that is a question? Is that what he said? Is that what he said? He said, If I do not the works of my father, if I do not the teaching of my father, don't believe me. That's not what he said. Not the teachings of my father. For you to believe that I am him, that, 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 that he is with me, is it because I'm teaching the teaching of my father? No. He said, if I do not the works of now my father, don't believe me. If I do not the works, Hallelujah. Amen. It is the works. What are the works? The great healings. The powers of God. Speaking in tongues, casting out devils, wonderful power of God. All things are possible. Deliverance. Deliverance is. The devils are casted out. The cancers are healed. Lives are transformed. Lives are transformed. There is victory. Oh God. Praise be to God. 
Where the supernatural is. People by that supernatural are living by that supernatural. Why? Somebody that has habits. Habits. Habits die. Terrible habits. They die under the supernatural power. Don't tell me. Listen. Listen. Don't tell me. You are an adulterer. And you are a preacher. You come in adulterer today. You tell your wife, oh, I'm sorry. You tell her, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, we forgive the brother. After another month, he has another woman. Oh, I'm sorry. God is gracious. After another man, he has another girl. Another another one. That, the life is like that. Year after year. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. That's, That's an unbeliever. Listen. Repentance means what? Repentance means. You just get down there to God. You are so ashamed of yourself. You are so genuinely sorry. And when you are sorry, the grace of God comes upon your life. And your life is turned round. And the supernatural gives you victory. Victory! Why are you not turning away from it? Because you are not repenting. That's not why the grace is not coming. Listen. Why is it that when Gideon was smoking? And, and the day... And the day he repented, grace came upon him. And he has never smoked another cigarette. Why? Why? Let me tell you, the time is here now. The supernatural must be here. Working in the lives of the people. And changing the people. Transforming the people. I don't care. I don't care what you are. You can be a thief. You can be a mandala. But once you come to the cross, the grace of God is enough. The supernatural power of God left you up and you live above that. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what we want now. The supernatural God doing supernatural things here showing that God is with us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this is a question of Gideon. Gideon asked the question. What scriptural man that was? He was a very scriptural man. That's the kind of man that God comes to. 
Somebody who knows. Gideon said. Gideon Are you listening? If God is with us, if you are the messenger, then where is the miracles that the prophet told us about? He knowed everywhere. He knowed. I want to listen. He knew. I'm putting the grammar there. He knowed. Oh, he knew. Everywhere God went, his miracle followed him. If God moved from Agrican and came to the message, if God moved from the Pentecostals, do you believe God moved from the Pentecostals? Can you say amen if you believe that? Let me ask you, is God in the Pentecostals? Preachers, is God in the Pentecostals? He has moved, isn't it? Okay, there is this principle. Uh, you know, every, everywhere God went, his miracles followed him. Therefore, when God moved from the Pentecost, let's be honest. When God was with the Pentecost, were there miracles? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Were there even the raising of the dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then he moved. Where did he go? He go to the message. The principle is that everywhere God went, his miracles followed him. Did they follow? Be honest. Be, I challenge you. Be honest. Did they follow? Yeah? In the same level they were there. I want to challenge you. Your answer could be yes. But let me put a few questions. Then we ask this. And you forgive me. Let me use my church. Let me not use any church. My church is a church of the message. Okay. In Nairobi, we are, where we have moved in Nairobi, we have been there. Let me say, we have been in Nairobi now for about 20, 20 years. Slightly more than 20 years. About 22 years. In Nairobi. Of course, you know from Nairobi, I was in Lubagun. Okay. For the 22 years, can you say a message? Can you say a message? 
we have never raised even a single cripple. We have prayed for people that are sick, that are taking medicine. Yeah. Tulu, tulu, and, they say they are, and they say they are healed. Uh, so we uh, never know whether it is the prayer yeah. or the medicine they were taking. Is to be honest. Not a single cripple. Not a single bride man that has ever had his own eyes open. Not a single accident victim that had broken bones. And then the, the bones came together. We have had testimonies of healings, so healings, it's okay. But that level. We have never heard that. I'll tell you, honestly, there is a problem. Just be honest. There is a problem. If our church is not able, I have not heard the neighboring churches. I've not heard that. I'm talking about blind, cripples. I'm talking about that. I've not seen that. I was a Pentecostal. In one meeting, we had a full role of crashes. I witnessed that. In a short time, I was in the Pentecostal group. One single weekend. And the one who prayed for the people was just a girl. She she stood there. And prayed. The cripple started moving. Okay? Carry. I have not seen that in the message. I talk about a bunch of crutches out of a meeting only about Brother Banham. There is a problem. If you will have a meeting, you will have another meeting. I don't know whether I will have any. If I will have, I will talk about that problem. And from this meeting, we have to solve that problem. He knows eh, his miracles followed him. He knows that wherever God would be, he knows that wherever God would be, miracles would be there. 
And how can we expect God today to work in amongst people who doesn't even believe in a miracle? How can it be? Now, looked like a man sitting there, and it was a man. Um, there is a okay. And where is the miracles that we told we are told about? Where is the things that God used to do? Okay. He said, if God is with us. Where is all of his mighty miracles? Because listen, how scriptural Gideon was. In other words, if we understand that God is a great God, God of a mighty workings, he is a great God of miracles. And if he is for us, and if he is with us, and he is the same yesterday and forever. Where can I see his miracles? That's what we ask now. Where can I where can I see this God in action? Where is he at? If he is for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen. Because he knows that God is a supernatural being. And wherever a supernatural being is, he will do supernatural signs. Because the supernatural is in him. You just can't get it out. For example, how can you study in the face of weed? Without being without having weed blowing. Oh how can you get in water without being wet Water is wet. That's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the chemical of it. It's And when you get in the water, you are going to get wet. And when you get in the presence of God, the supernatural, there is going to be supernatural signs. And supernatural workings of a supernatural God. How? How? How can you, you are in water. You put your shoes into water. And your shoes are dry. It's dry. And you think there is water. How can God be here? 
God's nature is supernatural. The nature, the nature of water is to make something wet. So, wherever water is, wherever water moves, it makes the place wet. And God, wherever he is, he makes the place to have supernatural. If he's in a church, there's a supernatural in that church. If he is an inner man, there's a supernatural in that man. And when you get in the presence of God, therefore, where is the workings? Where is the miracle? See, where God is, miracles are. Where God is, the sign of God is there. Identifying God. How do you know where he is? Where there is a supernatural. Because wherever he is, there is a supernatural display. Our time is over. May the Lord bless you.